Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Talking Games Podcast. Today is Saturday, January 31st. I'm Rob Newmeyer, and I'm here with Jackie Turner. Hello. Steve Say. Hi. And Justin Townsend. Greetings. How was the weather for you guys? Because oh. obviously we had to uh, delay taping for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you fare fun. in the storm? It was kind of fun. Yeah? I didn't have to go anywhere. So You still okay haven't gone anywhere. I still, I've, I've, I, no, I went to the deli this morning on the corner. But apart from that, no, I have not left the house. I'm English. I do not drive in snow. I mean, the, the first thing I texted to you, even before it snowed, I asked you if they ever plowed your road because you're down <laughs> kind of like a dead end. Yes. A small, tiny small, tiny street. Yep. They basically, they plow one straight line down to the dead end, which is like, you know, 100 yards. And then that's it. So you can't turn around. You just have to drive down and reverse out. That's and about it. What about, like, because you have a very, very long driveway also that <laughs> yes. leads back to another house. How does that happen? Uh, what? Next door, Jay's brother, snowblower. So luckily we Ooh. get plowed out pretty quick. Like we did the path and the deck and everything. And then he came around with that. And so we were good in like, you know, a you few a hours. Yeah. Yeah. We were, we were good to go. And then Luke enjoyed it. He was like burying himself in the snow. And, you know, I was doing that mom thing of you are going to be freezing cold. You're going to be all wet. You're going to have to get out. No, you take your pants off in the foyer right now. You're not walking through the house with that. So I was doing that whole mom thing. Yeah, I would always, like when I put my boots on, especially when I was younger, I would always put garbage bags in them so my feet would never get wet. Because that that is my downfall once my feet get wet and cold. It's all over then. Oh, me too. What is it? I'm I'm curious. What is it like to go clothes shopping with him? Are you one of those mothers that stands outside the dressing room and like asks him if there's enough room in the crotch? I am in the dressing room with him. And that's if we make it to the dressing room. Because like nine times out of ten, I'm like, can you just try them on here? Oh so we God. don't. And he's like, Mama, I don't want to take my pants off in the store. I'm like, no one's looking. Just stand there or you'll be fine. But now he's ten. He's like, no, I'm not <laughs> doing that. <laughs> I'm going in the changing room on my own. Thank you. I'm like, okay. So yeah, I'm terrible. <laughs> and tell us of your fine snow fiasco, Steve. My fine. Which one? You pulling out of your... Uh, Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, I live, I'm the only apartment. I have a three bedroom apartment above a storefront in town. And, um, so I have to share my driveway with the Tex-Mex restaurant, the barber shop and the yoga studio and embroidery world, which is the place where everybody wants to go. (laughs) And, um, so I was pulled in straight and the only way to get out of my driveway when the snow comes, uh, because we have the worst plow person on the, uh, face of the earth I had a choice. I could either put my car in reverse and back up straight like I did the day before and everything worked out just fine. Or because I don't want to back out into this busy road. I live at the bottom of a very like trafficked hill and I can get smashed. So I want to turn my car around and I decide I'm going to do this fancy three point turn. I get about one point into this three point turn. Try to reverse. No dice. So. About 10 minutes later, I decide to go out front and see if I can grab the barbershop dude. He is a very nice man and came and helped me uh, in the back. We threw some litter underneath the tires and I hit reverse and right into my neighbor's truck. (laughs) So uh, my car got it a lot worse than his did. I don't even know if the the damage to his bumper is the damage that I did because his, his truck is such a piece that like I have no idea what kind of damage was done. Half of the bumper in the back is bent back the other way. So whatever. Um, but the point, the fact of the matter is if I had just gone in reverse, like I'd planned, it would have been fine. 
Is he claiming that you damaged it? Because oh, he, he, had... he doesn't even know I did it. Oh, ooh. <laughs> I, I, never, I didn't bother to tell him. There's nothing to tell him. There's literally nothing there. Like, it's on my car, not his. There's nothing there on his. Well, if you're listening, sir, <laughs> he did just admit to it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, I'll tell him. I'll, I have no problem telling him. Hey, he hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. No, so, that makes um, sense. Personally, I always feel it's better just to deny it. Deny, deny, deny. Well, I have the barbershop dude it. that came to help me, and he's just like, all of a sudden, his face just dropped. He's like, oh, and I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, how bad is it? He's like, well, you didn't get him. He got you. And I was like, oh, I don't care. I could pop that right out. It's no problem. <laughs> So whatever. Other than that, um, it was fine. I got to play a lot of Dying Light. I got to spend a lot of time with my cat. And uh, I had plenty of food. I never lost electricity. And it was, you know, thankfully, another situation where they scared the living daylights out of everybody on the island. And then in certain parts, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I think they were merited in what they did. Yeah. Um, because this is probably the first snowstorm as I drove around. I did not see like any stuck cars on the side of the road. Usually yeah, that's that's, that's what yeah. you see all the time, but yeah. there were zero cars out. I went so. out on the uh, on the Saturday to buy bread, milk, and snow boots. And I was like, all oh, you assholes out here buying bread, milk, and snow boots are completely ruining me trying to buy bread, milk, and snow boots. Did you see the sequel to <sighs> the so bread annoyed. and milk video by that same guy that he released this no. year? He made another one basically saying that he's sick and tired of people sending him like their versions of the bread and milk <laughs> video. He's like, I get it. You enjoy it. I'm so happy, but stop. It's true. That I'm, his... I am one of those people. Well, he's a, some comedian or something like that, but still, that, yeah. that's the most. <laughs> he's like, I'm glad this is my claim to YouTube fame, but knock it off. Mm. <laughs> How'd you fare, Justin? I shoveled snow. It wasn't, isn't it the worst thing in the world? Yeah, like, it's, I'm it's sorry. I know. It sounds like I'm bitching, and I am bitching, but... It sucks. I bought Luke a mini shovel this year. Like, you know the ones you get for the car that are only about, like, eight inches across? I was like, oh, that's kind of like a Luke-sized shovel. That was a waste of money. Completely pointless. Threw himself in the snow, face first, doing snow angels while (laughs) I shoveled. (laughs) So I want to go back to Victorian times where you sent the kids for coal and wood and, you know, they shoveled the damn snow, not had fun in it. Mm. What's the problem with that? Well, see, I'm kind of <laughs> spoiled because what usually happens is the guy across the street, uh, he has one of the Caterpillar tractors with the, oh, yeah. you oh, nice. know, little, little plow yeah. thing in the front. So he usually goes around to the four houses around. He does everyone's house and then everyone chips in and is buys it the him. the father of that kid? That yeah, was, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yep. And everyone chips in and buys him copious amounts of Budweiser beer because <laughs> that is what he enjoys. That is fantastic. And uh, so we go out, we see him driving down the street. And go out to talk to him. And he's like, oh, I just got a flat. He's like, I'm not going to be able to use it for the oh, next couple of days. No. Oh, no. So, backup plan. I bet those tires are expensive. Uh, Yeah, yeah. For Caterpillars? Definitely. Yeah. The so, rubber on those things are thick. So, yeah, the backup plan was shovels. And uh, that was a nice two and a half, three hours of shoveling. <laughs> I was lucky in that my car was buried. And I was shoveling out there for maybe five minutes before a guy. Which is what you should do if you don't have like a particular schedule to keep was a dude who drives a plow was just going around at people that looked stuck and was like, Hey, 10 bucks. I'll plow your car out. No problem. And I got, I got it done in like three minutes. We had a couple of kids come around, like teenagers come around and ask if they could help shovel, which I think is awesome. I had three kids come by me with four shovels, three kids, four shovels. They saw me shoveling my car. There wasn't a whole lot to do. They passed me right by. (laughs) They just walked right fuck past me. And I was like, Oh, you little bastards. Oh no, they came knocked on our door. Yeah, it's cool. They didn't like me. I'm the the scary, long-haired, bearded dude that lives above the (laughs) storefront. (laughs) That's awesome. 
But the snow did give us a chance to uh, get together Wednesday night. We uh, we jumped on to the good old PS4 and played some Lara Croft Temple of Osiris, is it? Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, so we streamed the four of us for about a good three hours, it had to have been. Three hours, oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how did you like it? I enjoyed it. It was hysterical. I want to punch Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fantastic to find yet another game I could just annoy the hell out of Justin with. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I take away from that There's game. nothing like trying to build up money to buy the most <laughs> expensive chest in the game and then for Jackie to push you over a cliff on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> See, we still don't know how that works. I like you, d- you definitely lost points. But you didn't lose money because I, I started paying attention after I was like at seven eight hundred. I started looking and it's like, oh, I'm not losing anything. You lost your, you lose overall like competitive score. Correct. Yeah, your competitive yeah. store okay. score, your multiplier uh, builds up as you go along. Mm-hmm. So if you do die, which yeah. dying is inevitable, there there is. Right. The game is made for you to die. So I right. was ruining it for him just a little bit, not as bad as he thought, but just a little bit, right? I mean, well, don't take that away from the me. game. Yeah, I mean, the game is also designed, I would say, for for four people. Uh, they, I've played it solo, and it's just not nearly as much fun. Like you, you're given all of the abilities in one character, and because the cutscenes are the way they are, I talked about this when I first brought it up when it first came out. That you're by yourself, you're Lara or whoever you chose, Isis or whatnot. That every time the cutscenes come in, and there are a few. All of a sudden, all your friends are back, <laughs> right. and you're all like going through the story together. And, and then you're they like, cut. Where the hell were you guys? Yeah. Well, in the beginning yeah. of the game, the very first thing you do is it's all four of you, and because you're the one solo player, you're just like, "All right, well, see you later, guys," and you just walk yeah. past them, and they stand there, and then they're gone. It doesn't make any sense. And yeah. then they're with you the whole way, and it's just you. But doing doing the game four players, four people, um, all working together to solve the puzzles and stuff, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Well, how does that work with single player? This is the only thing I want to know. Like, if because technically with the four players, they had four switches. All yeah, four of you stand on it. How does that, that work? Yeah. The um, I'm trying to remember. I actually I don't know if the puzzles were different. Uh-huh. They might be. Like, if there's four switches, they might have fixed it that you only have to activate one at a time, or if you stand on one, it's activated and held. Okay. Justin, um, did you have a chance to go back and play any of it? No, I didn't get to, oh, okay. uh, to go back yet. So we should yeah. have a look and, yeah, we should definitely check that. Because yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing, is that the puzzles are well designed with the four-player co-op that you all need to do mm-hmm. your part to progress to the next stage. Yeah. So how do you, do they simplify the puzzle? Like, how do they... Well, yeah. even in two-player, you can do it because the, the characters, oh, there's four of them, but they're essentially dupes of one another. So, you know, you have two staff characters, two grapple hook right. characters. So when you're playing the two-player game you know one of you is the grappler one of you is the you know plat- platform um razor or whatever you know right. using the spirit energy to, to move things around um but it was we had a few collectibles that we needed two of us down the bottom to grapple to each other to make a like rope platform for the third person to jump mm-hmm. on so like how do they tackle that if there's only two of you um i honestly that's I, what i want to see i really don't remember yeah yeah it it just feels like it's literally just a four person game. Honestly, like the game didn't make that much. If I don't remember, the game didn't make that much of an impression with me with it being either solo yeah. or or double. Like with the four right. of us playing for a good couple of hours and pretty much getting half the game done, it's now like it's now sitting in my brain. I can tell you things about it, and remember it mm-hmm. from that perspective, but I don't remember a damn thing from my right. earlier time with it. Right. Well, from what I figure, is we got exactly halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, within three hours, so we'll be able to jump on another stream coming soon. 
uh, we're going to finish that up because I, I definitely want to play through it. Yeah. I definitely feel like Justin still likes me a little bit, so we should probably finish the game, like, you know, knock that on the head. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, it's terrible. I mean, what Jackie was doing... <laughs> it was the worst. All your characters, they could lay down bombs, and they're time-triggered <laughs> bombs, so you hit the triangle button to lay it down, triangle button to set it off. So if you're ahead of the pack of people running behind you, oh, you just lay a bomb down, and yeah. especially if it's a narrow pathway, if you click the bomb off then everyone flies yep. off of the pathway my favorite <laughs> was when you jump over a gap and you lay it as you jump the gap so everyone else that jumps that gap and lands then gets promptly blown back the off the gap part is, is like there's absolutely <laughs> nothing to gain other than absolutely being an nothing. asshole for doing absolutely. that absolutely i there was one point during the stream <laughs> i had tears rolling down my face I, and jackie couldn't breathe no it was hysterical i was getting so much perverse pleasure from just like fucking justin over that's all i was trying to do <laughs> really i couldn't tell it was amazing did that um did that stream archive or no for some reason it didn't archive i have to check youtube and see if it got sent there mm. uh, uh, it's not sitting on twitch and i'm trying to figure out why what we'll do before the next one is we'll just test around and, yeah. and see yes. why it didn't archive because a couple people got to watch it at least yeah, oh yeah yeah we had a bunch of people watching yeah um I definitely want an archive version though, because I want to watch through that again. I just want to see what point it was where I lost my crap, but it definitely had yeah. to do with Jackie. I think it was one of the grappling, like oh you kept God, letting you had to shoot a grappling rope down to grab people to make them climb a wall and come up yeah. with you, but you could cut the grappling rope basically. So it if was they're the best, you just wait for them to get halfway across the the pit of spikes and then be like. Oops, let go of the button and they plunge to their doom. I like when you got you got angry because my radius of my explosions were bigger. And you're like, how did you get that? Exactly. I want they, that. Were, he, they were they very, were very sizably big. bigger. Yes. I, I mean, mine, mine were the size of a quarter by the end of the game because I kept picking. Uh, you get different like amulets you can equip. Yeah, and amulets and rings. Everything made me power up with my guns. But then it said that it would take away radius from mm -hmm. my bomb. Right. I didn't care much. We had three other people using bombs. So yep. You did manage to get every weapon, though. Yes, I did. I yes. unlocked all the weapons. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. Well, there were some stages that had kind of like timed timed uh, quests that you had to finish. Oh, okay. So you had to get to the end of it. Right. And then once right. that happened, it, it would say, like, I unlocked okay. a certain weapon. And yeah. the grenade launchers is my favorite. <laughs> that was I think overall, I had, like, I definitely got a great sense of nostalgia from the game as well like it definitely felt like the original with the puzzle solving mm -hmm. and you know and i like the top down view it's again it's not maybe something that i would play a great deal of one player but as a co-op game and having to like we had a couple of great puzzles where we were able to be like oh yeah yeah i got this you know you go there yeah. and i'll go oh let's try this and it's a great co-op game despite me like deliberately it is it up. is a good co-op game it's a good like party game that if you're having like you have parties where people just come over and somebody's playing a board game in the dining room other people are playing yeah. games like if you could get four people that wanted to play that at that time you could do that at a at a bigger party yeah definitely it was a lot of fun it looks like uh, with the gameplay, if you're by yourself, that like let's say like there's a, a platform you have to step on to open something. Once you step on it once, it, it remains open. Oh, okay. Uh, you don't have so to maintain. You don't have yeah. to. It uh -huh. kind of takes the puzzling uh, elements out of it a yeah, bit. I, yeah, I would not have fun with that then because yeah. Yeah. 
like having to make sure that someone stayed on there and if they didn't the platform would fall and if yeah. someone was standing on the platform when yep. it fell and they again, would get the, pissed uh, yeah and the mechanic of having like uh two of the people have the grappling and two of the people have the staff meant that certain people you had to have the right class mm-hmm. of person on that platform in order to have the right yeah. class of person going up that wall or so it brought that brought an added dimension to it as well fighting the um the really big python was cool with um like arcing the beam from the staff through the mirrors or, or, you know, ricocheting off the mirrors and then into the, yes. the gems and stuff to blow yep. them up and like figuring out um, all the different angles to make the shape yeah. and light them all up. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. that definitely was. Well, it definitely wins game of last year for animal armor. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God. Every single oh, God, animal yeah. was armored apart from the, uh, the gigantic alligator that would chase you up levels. Oh, the hairy alligator. Yeah. Oh, it's like a feather. It was wearing a feather boa. Mm. And, like it was really a fabulous looking alligator. It really was. Really fabulous. Uh, TikTok from Peter Pan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and every, uh, yeah, every other animal was armored, right? The snake, the, what was the other thing that was armored? Was well, it another crocodile um, thing, right? Like a shimmery a silver one? Yeah, oh, the, beetle. A beetle. the scarab. Yeah. Yeah. Anubis was uh, was all yep. geared up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Crazy, crazy. Uh, we also got a chance to check out iDarb today. Uh, Justin brought it to our attention. It's free. It's yeah. free for gold members on uh, Xbox. I think it's Xbox One only. Why don't you explain a little bit of what it is? Oh, it's iDarb is a mixture of... It's a four-player game. I actually don't know if there could be more than four, but... I, oh, I, yeah. I, it looked like there was six to eight at on like one of the demo screens. Oh, all right. So it is this game where it's a platformer. It's a 2D platformer with 8-bit characters from almost every Microsoft property you can imagine. So you could have an arcade cabinet versing a bunch of Master Chief Halo guys uh-huh. or guys from Oddworld and... Really interesting, uh, you know, that they let you do all that stuff. And there's multiple characters in each uh, class. So uh, for Halo, there was, like, not not just Spartans, but other people as well. And basically, uh, it's a team game. So there was just three of us because we only had three controllers. Um, Rob was by himself, and then it was me and Jackie and me and Steve. Uh, And a ball drops in the middle. And you want to run and grab it and jump and throw it into a goal. So it's a little bit of soccer and a little bit of um, basketball with platforming elements. Uh, but the weird thing about the game, and we, I mean, we only got to play one round, but I've seen videos played of this game before, is that it has a lot of like um, Twitter integration. Uh, so you can actually tweet at the game that's being played. I think it gives you a code. And then if you tweet a certain phrase um, with a hashtag, weird stuff starts happening. You'll go into like a darkness zone where you can't see anything or, you know, game personalities will all of a sudden show up staring at you in the background. Those are two of the ones that I know off the top of my head. I love the warning at the beginning of the round where it actually says to you about the Twitter thing. And it's like, just so you know, there's probably going to be profanities. <laughs> I didn't even see that. <laughs> it actually warns you because it comes up down the bottom. There seems to be like a constant. Feed oh, there's, there's the a bottom. constant feed of Twitter stuff going on yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, but I, every um, video I've ever seen of this game in a preview form, and I think it's actually on PC now. It looks like it's just a riot, and so it's free for gold members. And so once I found out it was actually – it's actually in February's Games with Gold, but they released it early for the weekend. Okay. So if you have an Xbox One, I would definitely download that. Yeah, it just seems like one of those, you know, have four people around or mm. six people. I mean, it's it's kind of rare that you have six people with six controllers come over. But um, <laughs> do we know how much it is if it's not free? Was fourteen ninety nine was the something price like that? Yeah. Really? yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, I think so. That's a lot of money for that yeah, game. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'd pay fourteen ninety nine for it, but mm. 
I mean, I might be wrong. You can double check, but I thought that's what it had crossed out. I don't know. I mean, games like Sports Friends has basically the same concept, and that's yeah, how much Sports Friends was. Yeah, I was kind was. of annoyed that I paid fifteen dollars for Sports Friends. To be fair. Oh, did you? Yeah, like ten dollars. I'd have been okay with. I so the extra five dollars broke you. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up. Is that the only mode of play? What we played? Like that's that's all it is. No, there, there's like you know betting modes. Oh, there's okay. there's a couple of different different things. All right. And there's a, a cool mechanic like half half time mechanic. Um, the characters will show up on screen, and duck hunt style ducks will fly over you, and almost like space invaders, you have to sit there and shoot little lasers up into the air, and mm. it kind of scores that during the halftime. Eight players. It is eight players. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, we got to play one match, and I'm instantly sold. Definitely. Like, definitely. I would, having friends over drinking, like, that's Towerfall. Towerfall uh, is basically... Yes. Yeah. Well, there's definitely a pass mechanic that, that you guys didn't take advantage of, um, because every once in a while, if you would be a certain distance away, the line would connect both yeah. of you. So I have mm-hmm. a feeling that... That, uh, that there's some stuff we're missing out on, but a little more time and learning the intricacies of it, and it'll yeah, correct. Be a good game. Yeah. Has anybody here played Samurai Gun? Yes. Okay. Samurai Gun. That is very very fun. Because I saw a video of that this morning, and it looks like Towerfall with guns and swords. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I need that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that. Fantastic. Are you throwing things at me? I am I'm throwing my hair clips at you. No apparent reason. Okay, Jackie. Yes. What have you been up to the past week? Game wise, uh, oh, game wise. Uh, no, I want to hear about the snow again. <laughs> I woke up feeling very English this morning. I will uh. say that, like super English. I made a cup of tea. I had some marmalade on toast. I watched like the first season of Peaky Blinders. What? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a soup. Oh, and I put my London Underground knickers on as well. It's like super English day. I'm not even kidding. Knickers. <laughs> I am speechless. Knickers. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those days. Peaky Blinds. You've never seen Peaky Blinds? I, I heard you talk about no. Peaky Blinds. Very good. Yeah. Is it as, Peaky, is, is it as good as Red Dwarf? Red Dwarf is awesome. Yeah, Red Dwarf's amazing. You guys are We're not ridiculous. getting to that argument. <laughs> the cat. The cat makes that whole show. Good. Peaky Blinders is about like a gang in like 1916 Birmingham. And they're called Peaky Blinders because they would sew razor blades into the peaks of their flat caps. And then like slice people with them. It's kind of a little nasty, but it's Cillian Murphy and Tom Hardy, and it's awesome. And the soundtrack is mostly Nick Cave, which is why I wanted to bring Ooh. it up, because I know how much you love Nick Cave. I do love right, Nick Cave. Uh, Red Right Hand is the theme tune, and nice. he does a lot of the incidental stuff as well. But it's very violent, but very fun. You know, Nick Cave, in my in my estimation, is one of the last living rock gods that we have left. He's awesome. I saw him last year, early last year, and yeah. I swear... He was mesmerizing oh, on yeah, stage. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. So, yeah, that was my uh, super English day. <laughs> and then <laughs> Justin's just looking at me like, I don't even know what's going on right now. <laughs> tell Please. me about some Walking Dead. Yep. What are you up to? <laughs> yeah, tell me where you're at in that. Um, episode two. I know I kind of said I'd have it finished, but I really had trouble getting into it. I told you it was slow in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's much slower than... Um, Wolf. Oh, wait, who, who would you Game play first? Thrones. Oh, yeah, that's right. You haven't played Wolf yet. Yeah, and Game of Thrones is like, it, that's a slow build, but I was a lot more invested in that. And I, I mean, I love the Walking Dead TV show, so it's not like I'm not familiar with the accompanying material or such. 
Um, but I just had a little harder time getting into it. I think it picks up around episode yeah. three. The right. first two were a bit of a slog. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know, you're I'm building at the dairy farm and yeah, like trying to figure out if I can trust these guys. And there's gonna, you know, what there's gonna, there's coming, there's a point coming that yeah. when it happens, you're gonna be like, Jesus Christ, and then it's right. all downhill. And then it's and then <laughs> it's just like, uh, like it is. Rob's right, it's all downhill, and it's just straight momentum. Right. Well, the, the interesting thing is because I'm not terribly invested in the characters so far. I get really when I whenever I play any video games, I get really caught up in trying to do the right thing. Like even in Skyrim, I would have a real hard time killing people, <laughs> which is so stupid. But I just have a hard time doing that. Agreed. So with this game, I was like, I'm not going to be able to not make like the good decision. I'm always going to have to like you know. I feel like I would always try and make the right choice. Okay. Because I'm not terribly invested in the characters, I've had a little more freedom to be like, don't do that. <laughs> I've been trying to like, all right, I'm going to build you up as my right-hand man and you're an asshole, so I'm just going to be a dick to you every opportunity be I nice get. Be nice to everybody, Jackie. No, I'm... I'm be nice to everybody. Like that old guy, the old like racist asshole, as I call oh, him well, at one him, point. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm going to... Every chance I get to punch you wait. in the face, I'll be a dick to you. I am going to I'm not going to say anything, but <laughs> there is a point in that game where it, like, my jaw hit the ground and I right. was like, oh... Well, see, that oh, for this me, is oh, so this is happening. Well, for me, the end of episode one of Game of Thrones was that moment. Yeah, but that's like they figured out now. I mean, this is how many seasons since then, but I mean, yeah. they've they figured out their pacing. But yeah, once once that moment hits, you're not gonna be able to put it down. Oh, I'm certainly not putting it down now. Like I, I'm still enjoying it. It's just that I thought I'd be able to like blow through it, and I kind of. Yeah, but it's it, it's like like I said, and we we talked about this numerous times, and I was convincing you to play them. That the <laughs> yeah. first two are like a bit of. Especially the first one. It's like a bit of a, okay, we, yeah. we got to figure out what's going on. Right, right. I think only like two or three things happen in the first one. Yeah. Like, like of memory. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, the first time I played it, it was my first one of those games. So like there's a part where you're in a convenience store. Oh, yeah. That uh, was and then that tough. was like, okay, yeah. we're just walking around talking to everybody. You and can't reach the brick. And I know can't I can't reach the brick. The brick. Yeah. And then I go back and <laughs> the batteries for the radio. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not giving, you know, I'm not putting it down anytime soon. I'm just saying it's not, I'm not as hooked as but I with those I type, with be. those type of games, since you have the whole first season, my recommendation would be to just to sit and and play it, mm-hmm. because when you step away from those games, I mean, that's where the episodic stuff hurts. Is that you play the first episode of The Walking Dead, or excuse me, like Game of Thrones, yeah, and then you're waiting like a month and a half with yeah. Wolf. It was like four months before episode two came out, right? And you kind of lose that momentum that you're feeling with this. It's I like don't you know. could. I'm kind of the opposite with you with that. Like, really? I, as much as it kills me, I love the anticipation of like, oh my god, that cliffhanger, like Breaking Bad. I one of my favorite shows ever, and I watched that thing like on a Sunday every every single episode from season one. And I know people that have marathoned it. And for me, like, I loved the tension of, like, it ending on a Sunday and being like, oh, my God, that's the end. Mm-hmm. And then waiting for the next weeks to come up and, like... So you're and- a masochist. That's how I <laughs> no, felt No, but yeah, it gives you time to, like, lost, process yeah. it, right? I, I, If it's a good enough show and a good enough, uh, you know, story, mm-hmm. you need that week, at least with the TV show, I need that week to, like, be thinking about it and what might be coming next. Sure, a what week. What has happened, like... Not months. Well, what? you should be used to that with, with comics. Yeah. yeah. And movies, you know, certain movies. <laughs> I mean, that's true. And, yeah. I hate it, though. Oh, well, I, obviously. <laughs> especially this week. <laughs> but you love to hate it. That's no, my thing. I, know I love I... to hate that. But that anticipation is what does it for I me. So, like, I'm, I'm good with, you know, coming back to it every now and then. Like, Game of Thrones, I can't wait for it to come out this week. But I've enjoyed being able to digest what's happened in the last one over the last month. 
Well, update us further. I want I want you to be done with at least episode three by this time next week. <laughs> I will try. Homework. Well, no, yes. because by then I would imagine season or episode two of Game of Thrones is out. But that will definitely blow through. Like as soon as it comes out, it's a couple of hours. I'll be done with that. Like the night it comes out, uh-huh. you're gonna. Get, I'm telling you, you're gonna get to that point with this. Right. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 Okay. Justin, kill all zombies. Oh yeah. I got to check some of that out with you. That is a. I'm trying to think. <coughs> Excuse me. There was a um a PlayStation sale over the weekends. They screwed everybody with that. Like 10% off. You could use it on pre-orders. Whoops! At the last minute, you can't use it on pre-orders. So here's an indie sale for you. Yep. That was bullshit because I was reading about the pre-orders and I had just watched a Dying Light stream and I was like, okay, I want that game. I'm gonna go pre-order it. And they took it away. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna do The Witcher. I missed it by two hours to use it and the, well oh the actual coupon itself it ended at 9 a.m i went to go and download resident evil at like 11 and they wouldn't it was like just gone from my screen and i had actually tried to get it the night before but then i realized that my gift card was canadian money it wasn't u.s so i have to wait till i go back to canada to use it i know it's funny but um <laughs> i try i tried to, to get it back and it was just gone and and that then that's it now i don't get that uh, but anyway, I'm sorry to, to interrupt, Justin. That's okay. So I'm uh, I'm sitting there Friday, and I'm looking at, at the store. And this is before the uh, the flash sale happened. And so I'm looking, and I'm like, well, I think I'm going to just get The Walking Dead because I know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this. I may as well just buy it and get like, a couple of dollars off. And then I was just looking through like indies, like, oh, what indies have come out? And I saw this game, Kill All Zombies. Actually, it's hashtag Kill All Zombies. <laughs> yeah. It is? Seriously? Yeah. It's also hashtag IDARB. Yeah, I refuse oh. to say hashtag though. Yeah. So, um, but I just said it. But there's a reason. There's actually there's a reason for it, and I uh, I was thinking about it, and it was it looked like this arena top down shooter, but like a twin stick where you're just mowing down waves of zombies. Mm-hmm. And then I was looking, and it's like, oh, it has Twitch support. And so what happens is while you're playing and streaming on Twitch, people can start typing in commands that will happen and cause you're on like a hexagon field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so like one of them will be like kill all zombies. And so the hexagon will just do like waves like in the ocean and just like knock them all down and kill them. Or like you could be a dick and say spawn a big boss. <laughs> and That's so awesome. it's uh it's this interesting game. And so I was like, yeah, it looks really cool. But like it was like 13 bucks and I didn't end up buying it. And then right. later, I didn't end up buying anything at the time. And then I came back like two hours later, and the flash sale happened in that game. Instead of being thirteen, was like two. Wow! So patience actually paid so off for a change. So it's set up as an interactive game. Yeah. Can it, like, can you play it if no one is interacting? Well, with that you? thing is, I I have yet to actually have anybody interact with my match because I haven't been streaming. But when right. Rob came over, he uh, stopped by this weekend. We watched a little bit on Twitch, and he was watching a dude, and and, and so he interacted with him. Right. But I've been playing by myself and having like an insanely good He's time. Still with enjoying it. it. Yeah. So you start, and um, there's levels, and so after you kill a certain amount of zombies, you'll hit level two, three, four, and now what's happening is every time you hit a new level, um, an option will pop up uh, with triangle, and you hit triangle, and there'll be four random bonuses that you could choose. And the last for a certain amount of time. So one of them is um, you can run through the zombies but still take damage from them. Because normally if you run into a crowd, and now there are like thousands of them on the screen, it feels like. Right. So if you get caught, you can't run through them. Uh, or you can get like you're invincible or your health is regenerating. Or there'll be like weapon ones where it's like you've picked up a volcano uh, machine gun. 
and it's just like this minigun, and it will stay for a certain amount of time, and you can just mow people down as they go. Um, so I, the, the furthest I've made it is like wave um, or level 11. And uh, I ended a score with like 30 million. And so I looked, and I'm like, oh, well, what, what's like the trophies for this game? And like one of the trophies was, oh, like live for 60 minutes. My longest was six minutes. And it was like get 100 million, and I've topped that at like 32 million in one round. So you need that support from Twitch to, you know, if you're going to go for the trophies to do that. But I'm just having fun mowing stuff down. Yeah, I, I had a chance to play around, and I thought I was doing pretty well. And, I mean, there are some serious rules that you have to, you know, take into account for. Like explosions, if you are anywhere by anything that will explode... You're done. You're effed. Yeah. So that, that's what killed me around round nine, I think. Oh, mm. that's a tough one. But it, it's strange, like... It's five minutes. Uh-huh. You were playing for five minutes, and then it's like, all right, it's not like you were like 40 minutes into the match. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But I still, a, that, I that's still that's still super frustrating. Okay. What is the difference? Because I, I took a look at this game, and I hesitated on buying it, and I didn't buy it. What's the difference between this and something like Dead Nation, which I've already got two free versions of that? It, Dead Nation's it, it's more of a linear game. Okay. It's just like getting from the beginning of the level to the end, and it's also great. Um, this is like Smash TV. They throw you in okay. one solid room. Like Smash TV, you were moving room to room. Yeah. But this, you were in an arena, let's say, and the zombies just swarm in, and you have to survive keep... for as long as possible. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So you did get it. No, 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 no. I played that at your oh, house. Oh, you played it at my house. Oh, yeah. that's right. I forgot that. <laughs> I was excited because I have like a co-op mode coming, and I, I'd love to see how that goes. Uh, so yeah, like... I'm really enjoying playing it. Like, it's I, I keep saying, like, I'm going to play Far Cry, and then I play kill all zombies instead and it's like all right i'm only gonna play for like one round and then like an hour later it's like all right i guess i should stop playing this but mm-hmm. it's really it, it's a good time yeah i mean it was what six bucks right no when i actually got it it was like i think like two three at the most oh forget it but that's yeah that's more than worth it then yeah you've, you've gotten your fill oh yeah i've played the game for a few hours already mm-hmm. i'm Perfect. really enjoying it and I, I really do want to try the twitch stuff uh well speaking of far cry how close are you to your good old platinum 80 percent i'm gonna guess that's the insane. easy peasy platinum, you mean? It's super easy. Yeah. It is super easy. It's so, it's so lame. You should have to 100% every single thing in a game to get platinum. Yeah, I agree with you. It's but Far Cry does this thing where you don't have to collect all the collectibles. Like right. That's what I said when, when you had mentioned like how overwhelming it is. And I'm like, I, when I bought all the maps, I was like, geez, he was right. And then I looked at the trophies and it's like, oh, for the four different types of collectibles, I think there is. You have to only get like 10, 10, 10, and 20. Now, I ended up, ha- I, I have like 75 of one and another and another because it's there. I'm just, I'm going to grab it. And so it's yeah. very slowly but surely I'm making my way through that map. Um, but don't you think like, do, do we all agree that that's kind of lame? I mean, should no, Platinum be agree. hard? No? No. Platinum should why? be hard. I agree with that. Well, Steve, tell me why you disagree. Because I, I well, I agree in a sense of that I don't want to collect everything in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's enough of it. I, I mean, to you, like, all right, so platinum means 100% means you yeah. have to get everything. Like, to me, if you don't want to collect everything in that game, that's right. totally fair. That there's, you know, I always think there's two kinds of gamers, the ones that, you know, complete every single thing, collect right. every single thing, and the people that just want to get through the story and experience the game. But I just feel like if you want that platinum and you don't want to collect the stuff, then tough Well, Jackie, here, here's, well, here's something else to think about. Yeah. If it, you did have to collect 100% of everything, it's still an easy platinum. Right, yeah. It's not if, that hard. All right, well, barring that, 
Um, I, first of all, I think that having to collect everything in that game, because if you look at the maps and you see everything that's there, I think the game would be boring by the time that you actually got to that point. It would be that Assassin's Creed, the right? Pla- <laughs> yeah, the, the Platinum, I don't think, would be nearly as rewarding. It would just be something that you felt you had to do and you would slog your way to the end and then all of a sudden it pops. There's, I wouldn't get any kind of sense of like celebration or anything from that. Like I sat around for an extra eight hours and did a bunch of shit, you know, for almost no yeah. reason just to get a little bit. Here's the thing. Platinum doesn't necessarily, it's, a, it's an award for doing X amount of stuff in games. It doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be defined by doing absolutely everything. You could get a Platinum award in something like sports or something else um, and be recognized for your talents for having done X amount of things to get that. that I item. know. No, you, you use that an analogy, but if you're a soccer player and you missed the goal three times, but you got it once, they wouldn't be like, yay, go you. You'd be like, yeah, you're okay. But this is Far Cry 4. <laughs> if it was the only and winning goal, they wouldn't care. Like I'm saying, three others. honestly, I think if they had if they had made it so that you had to do absolutely every last thing in that game, that ratio of how many people have gotten that platinum would be like 0.001. That's yeah. why it's awesome. So, exactly. That's so then why you'd be like, holy right. shit, I am part of that 0.001. I get what, I, I t- I get what you're saying, Steve. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But... Like that's the, the platinum trophy is supposed to be like the end all be all. Like do you, you did yeah. everything. Do you want to go around and collect like six, like another eighty five masks just to have that platinum? No, I, I'm like, I'm glad that it doesn't. So that way I don't have to do that. But if it was, if the trophy was, and I mean we're talking about trophies and not the game, but if the yeah. if it was about that, then I would do it because I like yeah. I, look what I did in uh, Rogue, Rogue Legacy. Legacy. I was just about yeah. to say, look what Justin did in Rogue Legacy. You know, he you didn't particularly want to have to but, fight that boss battle three hundred times, right? But think about the elation that you yes, got from that, and <laughs> and how like how much well you did grind out several hours, correct? And what for Rogue, Rogue Legacy. Legacy in order oh, to be yeah. able to do that, okay? Yeah. But did you have fun doing it? Well, I knew I was going to get the platinum at the end. So yeah. <laughs> all right. So all right, so we just have a case where it's it's two minds of, and it's funny because yeah. certain games I would totally agree with you, mm-hmm. but I think the amount of content um, doesn't necessarily call for every waking thing right. to be collected. I think that speaks more to the fact that Ubisoft have to put in hundreds and hundreds of collectibles in every single one of their games. Mm. Yeah, you know, that's it's more I think about that yeah. like and it, because i totally agree with you that it does get annoying i mean collecting every single little round shimmery thing in black flag i did not enjoy by the end of it mm-hmm. but i did get every single one and when i got that last one i was like holy shit i yeah. did it see i have in black flag i have every single thing on the maps taken care of every diving everything i have yep. overall i think 86 percent overall completion on that so i've done right. A That's lot. what I mean, but 86% does not feel as good as when you look and it says 100. No, I know, but once I found out that I have to 100% every story mission, I said, nope. <laughs> I know. It's, it's not th- that important to me. But again, it's one of those things, I think it just is what kind of game are you are. Because like Rogue Legacy, I couldn't stick with it to do that. Mm-hmm. But those story missions in, in Assassin's Creed, yep. I did them, I did some month. of them dozens and dozens of times because yep. I would fail that tail. S- you know, and it was annoying, but right. I did it. See, I'm, I'm faced with a situation where in order to get the platinum for Diablo, I have three trophies left before I get the platinum. Two of them are just a matter of time, but one of them is actually going to cause me to grind a bit is I have to go into adventure mode and I have to complete 500 bounties. I have about 340 under my belt from just playing regularly. So I would like purposefully have to go in and knock them out. The thing about doing that is that not only am I earning towards the trophy, 
but because of the random loot that you get from every run, you're still earning rewards as you're going for your platinum. Uh-huh. To and, me, that's a good trophy. And you could have friends jump in and just yeah. run around, and you'll still right dinged for uh, And it doesn't matter. Bounties. So long as you're playing with that character or on your profile in general, they all count towards that total. Right. Yeah, that, that'll go by fast, especially if you're playing yeah. with someone. Yeah, well, as soon as, as soon as I get Bronwyn set up, her and I will be playing probably every other night, I hope. Uh-huh. And did you get a chance to try any multiplayer? Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, I mean, I, I'm really enjoying the game now. Like, I'm in that part where it's just like, it just feels, when, you know, when you're playing a game and at a certain point, you're like, in the beginning, you're like, ah, oh, you know, I, I like it, but I just, it doesn't grab me. Like, now it's grabbed me. And so, I, you know, I, we, we, we got on discussion, we talked about trophies, so I have all, like, the random do this, do that. But now I'm just going and completing the story. And um, I actually played, before we came here, I played a multiplayer match. Um and it's strange. It's like stand stand on a base for a certain amount of time. Um, one like one team has bow and arrows, other team has guns. Uh, so I didn't really enjoy that that much. But I did get to play some co op. I got to play it with Eric, our buddy, our friend of the show, and uh, Jackie. I think you were in the chat with us while we were playing. Yeah, it was hysterical. Yeah, so we basically, were, yeah. it was just us. Um, yeah, Eric you know doesn't. He doesn't even have the game, so he just downloaded yeah. that free demo. It was, it was like an hour of Justin shouting, you're the worst. Oh my God, you're such an arsehole. Get away from me with that elephant. It was Basically, funny. that's what we did. <laughs> he was running and trampling you. We were just trying to kill each other as many times yes. as possible in the best way possible. So like sometimes... They, yeah, that's what you agreed on. I could hear them talking about, this is so much more fun when you actually just try and kill each other. We did. We, I mean, we took down a couple of outposts, um, did some missions, but the best part was just like, the random stuff that would happen. Like, I'm going to stand on top of this helicopter and you're going to go in the air and we're yep. going to see how high we can get. Yep. And then we're going to have a knife battle on the way down. <laughs> I heard that I, uh, when you got out of a car and then he decided to keep driving and ran you over. Yeah. He must have run me over like <laughs> 15 times in that game. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, he's like, all right, I'm going to come revive you. And while you're, when you're down, I mean, it just looks hysterical because you're like, you're laying on the ground, but you're moving pretty quickly, like towards the other person. So I was like, I'm moving to, so he's driving towards me to back up and to revive me. So I just took out my grenade launcher and blew the car up. (laughs) That's awesome. I definitely want to try some of this. It is. It's, and especially like Justin said, you have the limited amount of passes to give out so someone could download the game and Mm -hmm. play multiplayer with you. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that might be what I need to get me into this game because I keep dipping my toes in. But it hasn't quite. I don't know got how me. that game hasn't grabbed you. I played like a couple of hours at a time. And I get bored after about an hour. I, and see, half. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, I I don't. But maybe I need to try a little co-op. Maybe it'll interest me a bit more. How can you? I mean, I don't know. The, what's not grabbing you about it? I don't know. I really, I think maybe it's the first person thing. Like I don't know Skyrim. what it is. I always well for one oh, thing. Oh, you play I with that Skyrim crappy third ass <laughs> third person view. <laughs> no, I switched to first person my second run through, but. I can't even explain to you what it is because I played it the other day and I unlocked my elephant thing okay. and I went rampaging through an outpost, knocking them flying, and I was laughing out loud. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, what do I do now? I'm do you have a bored. grenade launcher? Not yet. Okay. That's I don't the- have much right now. I haven't quite figured out exactly how to do everything. So the best way to do it is just, the, I mean, I play those games backwards. You're supposed to play story. I do everything but story. Which hurts me in the end because I'm unlock. I like I don't have certain abilities on my skill tree lo- uh, unlocked right. yet, but I just go from outposts to outposts. And uh, what are yep. those bell tower? Those big bell towers? The radio towers. Yeah, yeah, I've done a few of those. So yeah. then I just do those, and then 
all the missions that they give you, like the whole south part of the map, there's nothing left for me to do. Right. And now I'm like, I'm so I'm working in the north, but yeah. just taking down those outposts, like trying to do it without getting caught, yeah, uh, without being detected. Yeah. Um, well, I was talking to you about this um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think one of the problems I have with Far Cry is simply coming off the back of playing things like Shadow of Mordor. I feel like as soon as I opened it up and saw the size of the map, I was kind of like, oh. I was like, do I want to go around and yeah, unlock this it, area? It shrinks. Climb that tower. Like, you know, and it was like. You've it, done all of that in absolutely. Assassin's Creed. No, but this is the thing is that's my point is that I've done all of this a hundred times. I've played every Assassin's Creed at least four times through every single one of them. And I've done Shadow of Mordor every single, unlock every single thing. That's what I do in games. And now I'm like playing other games. As soon as I turned on, I was like, am I in the mood to now do yet another open up an area of okay, a map? But you're getting, you're getting open world fatigue like, is what you're getting. Yeah, Shadow, exactly. of, Shadow of Mordor was the exact same thing. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's not, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm not saying there's any problem with the game. It's with me. I just, mm-hmm. right now, I'm not really in the mood to be opening up massive maps and clearing everything off of it. You know, it's well, like, I'll get there. If that's if that's the case, then maybe I mean I wouldn't force it if I were you. I would maybe right. hold off on it until you are in the mood. Like yeah. we're going to talk about Dying Light in a little bit, but I mean, like I skipped at least two or three games, never never having the intention of picking up Dying Light. Didn't even know it existed, but felt like playing it now that I'm finally in the mood for this sort of thing and yeah. finding that I'm loving it. And it's because I don't have the fatigue of the titles that didn't get it right <laughs> exactly. those first like two or three times. Yeah. And that's, I keep looking at AC unity and as much as you three want to be like, Bleh, I love the assassin creed games and I really want to play this. Every time I look at it and I get it out of the drawer, I'm like, Oh, tomorrow. That game, Bleh. Is, hot. That tomorrow. game is hot garbage. <laughs> like I'm good. None of us have actually played it. Right. Agreed. Well, I'm, okay. I haven't said so anything, I'm gonna play so. that game and I will no, you know not. like I said I'm a play fan Far Cry, <laughs> Far Cry is superior I know Way but superior. I'm just saying I am mm-hmm. out of all four of us like I'm a massive fan of Assassin's Creed like I've, I've played every single one like I said at least four times every single one through so I want to play the new one because it would not make sense for me not to play the new one and I'll have at least an informed opinion on the new one but I played literally like two hours and was like, ugh. Maybe skip the next Assassin's Creed and play Far Cry 4 instead. <laughs> I will get around to it. Well, it's I'm not like she has to go and buy it. She has it already. Yeah, so. exactly. Mm. I got it. She'll play it. Because it was the same thing. Justin gave me GTA back. And I was like, yay, I got it back. I'm going to play this. Nope. So I still like, I have games. I still haven't played. I still haven't played, I still haven't played Evil well. Within. I, I popped in GTA, loaded the whole thing up, all 55 gigs of it. Had my... my uh, girlfriend's brother go through like the opening salvo and then I deleted his pro his his progress and I deleted the whole thing off my hard drive because there's just not enough space on that damn thing yeah these yep. games are, are huge exactly huge I learned my lesson with that I bought like three or four games digitally because I couldn't be bothered to go to the store mm-hmm. and now I'm like oh god I'm I was stoked go when I found out time. that uh dying light was only 16 gigs it's like hallelujah I've got like five games on my xbox one and I think only one of them is like a major game, which is Sunset Overdrive. Mm-hmm. And I have like 30% of my memory's gone already, which is amazing. <laughs> I wish me. I had only 30% of my memory gone. Yeah. But like five games, like four little indie titles and Sunset Overdrive, 30%, mm-hmm. boom. On the PS4, watch your um, like your saved videos and your saved like screenshots. Oh God, I'm always that's what kills me because sometimes I hit the button by mistake mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> like I actually just the, the well just the oh, other day I went into my videos 
and I'm looking, and I know I've saved at least three specifically, you know, because something crazy happened. And I'm looking, and there had to have been like 30 videos. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck was I doing? Exactly. And I'm looking, and it's, and yeah. it's nothing. It yeah. is nothing. It is me yeah. doing nothing. The number of screenshots I have of just like the PlayStation, you know, the, just Did you, the, 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 the home page, screen. The home screen, just because I hit the button. Was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Did you see my screenshot from last night from Dying Light with the weapon I found? Oh, no. It's well. called the Beef Cleaver. Oh, fantastic. And I started singing the Dreamweaver song with Beef Cleaver. <laughs> mm. A couple of people got oh, a God, kick out of it. Oh, God, that's in my head now. <laughs> okay, Steve. What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, I took advantage of that flash sale that was going on as well. And I played a little Ali Ali that uh, Justin was talking about. And I wanted to say, you know... Bobby was here and we were doing our end of the year awards and Justin had brought up the uh, possibility of having Ali Ali brought up for best soundtrack and Bobby get into this. Why? Oh, okay. Are you saying it's a good soundtrack? I'm saying it's excellent. Okay. Okay, That's fine. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's absolutely just, it's awesome. And the, the, the fact that I got poo pooed and thrown out the window, thrown out the window so fast is kind of sad. So I'm going to, I'm going to amend that a little bit. And, uh, go back to the future or back to the past and throw my weight behind it because holy shit um i'm a big fan of like dj and like breakbeat stuff like uh, modesky martin and wood and dj shadow and things like that and that's what it is like it's not like annoying like skitch rock and and punk and stuff like you get all of that with the tony hawks and that's fine Uh, but this is like smooth like breakbeat jazz house grooves on top of a heavily heavily like very deceptively hard game with super 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 tight mechanics where all you're really doing is coasting through levels and trying to grind and trick as much as you can on like one straightaway Uh but the gameplay and how you use the controller is so specific to where you are how you land your grind how you pull off your trick, how long you spin and all of that stuff. And there's all these different um, like grading systems for how you land and how you trick and stuff like that. Um, but the fact that it's so specific, it the reward for doing like a huge string of tricks is exceedingly rewarding. How far, what's the longest one you've done so far? I haven't, I didn't get very far with it because I was trying to divide up my time between, um, I played a little bit of the Unfinished Swan as well. Um, so, I mean, I got through all the tutorials and did maybe the first, like, two worlds. All right. By the end of, like, it's weird. They split it up into, like, one whole string of levels, and then there's, like, a harder string of levels underneath those. Yeah. So, I'm like, the last time I played, I was, like, done with the first part of all the levels, mm-hmm. and I was going for all of the challenges, and there's this, eventually this snow stage where Oof. it is just the worst because you're, you're having to ollie over these, like, snow gaps mm-hmm. so it's like snow cement snow cement snow cement and you gotta like ollie 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 oh, ollie and what and you have to insulate. do tricks with those uh because oh. one of the challenges was like do that a certain amount of insane. tricks in the first couple of seconds oh, it's, hard. it's really hard how far uh, did you get with charles fusion because those late levels I didn't li- of charles fusion was just like if you, you know, remember bunny, I didn't, hop, bunny hop bunny hop bunny i don't hop. like charles fusion Ooh. it's just it's not my bag i don't know why i've played it a couple times in different iterations i just don't enjoy it But at the end, like near there, um, you start being able to link from Mm -hmm. the beginning of the stage to the end of the stage all in one move. Yeah. And you're like you're getting into like the scores in the millions and it's awesome. Well, I spent a lot of time like in the tutorial, just even after I perfected whatever it was they were trying to show me, I would do it like another 
10, 15 times just to make sure that I got it. Uh, and I also get stuck and I love it when a game kind of like super meat boy or something where they allow you to reset whatever you're doing really easily. Oh yeah. I love so that. in like the PS4 version of Ali Ali, all you have to do is hit that middle, um, the touchpad and it's just like instantaneous. You can't even, you, you blink and you missed it that you're already back to your starting position. So with that in mind, any time that I screwed up, just boop right back to the beginning. I think there's, a tro- there's a trophy for bailing like a thousand times. <laughs> oh, I'll get that. And you hit that. I, I feel it was that game. You'll, you'll hit that really quickly. I'm going to mm-hmm. look. Well, that's the same mechanic as uh, Charles Fusion. That would be the same yeah. thing. If you're trying to get through it in one run because you could only make mm-hmm. a certain number of mistakes for gold. Yeah. Same thing. Hit that touchpad back at the beginning. I couldn't get into Charles Fusion because I, first of all, whenever I'm doing games like that, where it's like simple mechanics or sports related, I like to be able to trick. That was part of my problem right. with Sunset Overdrive was the missed opportunity to be able to be really super fancy. Um, but with Trials, I just, all of that uphill, all of that holding down the gas to just inch your way up and then you get over the oh, lift only to fall. Oh no, there's there's a crazy amount of technique. In oh, I'm, no, I'm sure. No, well, there's a crazy amount of technique for Ali Ali. I just, I, I'm not into motocross. I'm not into... Yeah. Oh, one of the trophies yeah. is beetle levels on rad mode. No. That was the, that, that was the hard mode. <laughs> is that where you got, is that where you started bringing the word back? No, rad is, is making a comeback. It is. According to Justin. I don't know. I heard it somewhere. <laughs> yeah, here on this podcast. Exactly. Justin has said that word like 30 times this week. It's like um, the new thing. Yeah. Like he's going to keep saying it and keep saying it. And eventually we're going to keep saying it. No, it wasn't this game. And then then eventually like his family and friends are all going to just keep saying it. And then it's going to become a big thing. Again. I want Gnarly to come back. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's work on Gnarly as well. So I, I, I threw down $40 on um, Blizzard's Hero of the Storm Founders Pack and um, wound up getting myself a couple of characters. Very surprised that they actually allow you to purchase new characters with in-game currency, which is awesome. I ended up buying a character by accident because one of their prompts was like right over the thing that you had to read that said this costs 5,000 or 500 in-game coins. And so I pressed it. And I pressed it. And luckily it was a it was a character that I was interested in buying, but if if I had known that that was what was gonna go on, I would have bought somebody else. But I'm like maybe two hundred coins away from being able to buy that person. So whatever. Um I really I dig it because there's a lot more I was very familiar with it, much more than I thought I would be, because I've been a fan of Blizzard's games for so long. Like whether I've played them to death or not, I know the StarCraft universe. I know parts of the wow universe i was not aware of how extensive they were going to be like pulling from these properties and that instead of it just being like oh diablo's in another game that's cool but what if he's like this lumbering dude that i don't want to use because i just got tired of being the tank but then i find out the demon hunter the witch doctor you know there's necromancers like all of that stuff is in there and you get to be these characters and have them on your team and stuff like that. And that opened up the floodgates for me on wanting to play more of it. Now, is this your first like proper MOBA? Yeah. Never played anyone before. I tried to get into um, the game. You were always pushing it when we first started this. Smite? Smite. Oh yeah. Um, I played a couple rounds of that and just found it to be like, because I wasn't playing with people and there was like, I wasn't going through a tutorial. I just threw myself into a match. That's never going to, that's never going to <laughs> No, work. no, I know. I, well, I know that now. Um, but with Heroes of the Storm, they have a very, um, you know, very friendly tutorial that they bring you through. The characters are funny 
and um, you get to be uh, one of the dudes from like one of the grunts, I guess, from Starcraft uh, at the start. So you have this huge Gatlin gun. Um, I'm a little weirded out by using the right click to move and the left click um, to attack. I, I kind of wish that it was reversed or that maybe I could switch that up in the future. Maybe I can in the options. But um, the movement has been the the hardest part for me. Like I understand the having to stay in your your lane or stay in your territory, um, going back to the base to to re up your health and and then go back into the fray. Um, I like the idea that I played this level where you're in a garden and the like the garden goddess or whoever she is. She says, you know, save my baby, save my plants. Every time that you defeat an enemy, you will automatically pick up a seed that will then be planted towards the beginning of your base. And there's a timer. And it's like, I think, two minute rotation that every time that the seeds are of the right amount and the timer goes down, um, like beasts spawn. So you get this gigantic, um, like twisted tree, like like an ant almost. Um, and instead of just him fighting for you and him being in your line and eventually making it to the fight, you can actually go back to where he spawns and you can possess him and then become that thing. Um, so not only can you take enemies that have fallen and bring them back necromancer style, you then have like alternative beasts that get spawned into your game and you can take them over to march forward and do heavy damage and then, you know, take the death and go all the way back and wait your turn to, to come back into the fray. Um, I really want to play it with more people. Uh, I don't know if buying the Founders Pack has now given me access to the game once its full release comes out. Like, is the game now mine because of the 40 bucks? Yes, I would assume so. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I... Okay, that's what I'm assuming. Um, yeah, so I don't particularly... One of the reasons that I don't play a whole lot of PC games is because I don't really like to sit at my computer um, and play games just because... I'm there enough and I have back problems to begin with that sitting for another several hours playing a, a computer game just isn't my thing. But I have an HD cable now that I can run to my main television in the living room and I can play stuff. I don't know how that's going to work out. I don't think it will for Heroes of the Storm. But if we can get a good group going on and enough people to jump on, um, I think it would be a lot of fun to form a group, even if we get our asses kicked, because there are people that have, you know base their entire gaming careers on playing this style of game. Mm. Um, but I'm not usually like a win or lose kind of person. I still have fun. Well, it's going to be very interesting because obviously like League of Legends uh, mm. has a foothold. Dota has a foothold. So introducing a, a ambitious third game at this point uh, to try mm. and break in. Uh, I wonder how it's going to shake up you know, Blizzard, the scene. I know it's Blizzard, but these other games. Oh, they had their their champion. Like they're at the top of the, of the pile. There. Yeah. I mean, Smite, mm-hmm. as big as it is, is still like not even close to them. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how this how this goes. Yeah, I want to play. I want to. All I know right now is that I want to play more of it, and I want to try to get some of my friends that don't normally play those games see if maybe they can try it. Um, I wasn't able to log into my account, though, and throw it on somebody else's computer for them to try it. They would have to physically be at, like, your station where you have it downloaded in order to try it. So that might be a little bit of a hard sell. I'll have to get them to come over to my place. Well, speaking of a game that I want to play with a lot of people. Oh, my God. Dying Light. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is definitely one of the most surprising releases to me. Um, There was just absolutely no hype for this game. 
everyone had their doubts. They didn't send review copies out until 24 hours before game release. And that's never a good sign. No, not at all. Um, so I was sitting there on Monday. I was at work, and I checked out. I just jumped on Twitch as I was doing some computer work, and uh, someone was streaming the game, the full version of the game, and just jumped on to watch a little bit, and I was absolutely intrigued. Um, like, I liked Dead Island. Um, it had its problems, obviously, but combat was fun. The open exploration was fun. And this game pretty much has nailed all of what that was, uh, mm. especially the exploration. Nice, full, open map. Yeah. Um, almost feels like Ubisoft-ish in terms of you have to open up safe houses. You Look have out, to climb, Jackie. You have to climb <laughs> radio <laughs> I towers. Just, I was just looking at Rob in amazement because he's been trying to talk me into playing this game the last couple of days. He kept saying... No, it's not scary. It's 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 tense. It is. And it he's is. trying to use all these adjectives that would not scare me off of it. And then after I say all that stuff, he's like, well, it's kind of like Ubisoft, you know, opening up stuff. I'm like, oh, God, oh there, it again. definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's quite surprising because, like I said, the, the map is pretty big and it's vertically it's it's big because you're running around parkour style around this this broken down city. Mm hmm. Or shanty town, or what whatever you want to call it. Well, it's like a it's a post apocalyptic zombie like situation. Post apocalyptic. I don't know. It's, it's it's pretty fresh. It's like five months, okay. I think, after like the major outbreak hit, because they've already this this city that you're participating that you're running around in was already had already gone to shit before the zombie apocalypse okay. even happened, and now it's just worse. So it's like the zombie apocalypse in Detroit, that kind of thing. Uh, more of a foreign country than <laughs> all of our listeners Detroit. in Detroit are going to be so <laughs> upset with you right now. All of the listeners in Detroit know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I know we have listeners out that way. <laughs> well, basically, story-wise, you're you're working for a secret undercover operation, and uh, they had had their files stolen, and they're trying to figure out who stole the files. So you're infiltrating okay. all these different groups. So you're not trying just to... a survivor that's been thrown in the middle of it. You oh, have no, no, a mission. No. You, you have, have a mission, point. yeah. You're so somebody... you're trying to break okay. into all these different factions to figure out who has stolen these files. Uh, and, you know, obviously a stranger walking in, they're not going to trust you, so they want you to do stuff for them. Uh, Everybody hates you. Correct, yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, right, they so call you're you... going to different factions and doing stuff to get them to trust you. So this is like Sunset Overdrive after the apocalypse. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. It could be. It could yeah. be. But like a grimy version. Well, it's definitely grimy. Oh, it is. It is. Man, oh man, is it bloody. <laughs> One of the things that pisses me off when I go into a into a, like a safe area that isn't secured yet is having to clear the area of zombies and then finding the spot where your like bedroll will be. And then having a zombie right near that bedroll, and they won't move. And I'm like, dude, you gotta, you gotta come over here because I don't want to get blood all over my bed. <laughs> and That's then, awesome. like, I killed one of them inside the house, and I'm like, and he died. And I'm like, oh well, great. I'm like, now you're just gonna be in the corner every time I come here, just smelling up the place. It exactly. already smells like shit in here, and now I got to worry about a dead body. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you're running around the city, you're scavenging for supplies. Um... You know, med kits, things to make med kits. Uh, you, you know, you find baseball bats, then you can modify the baseball bats when you find blueprints. You could add fire abilities to it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy the, the kind of mix of stuff that, that, that they've added to the game. Uh, the crafting system is, is definitely well fleshed out for, for what it is. Yeah. 
Um, like, what's the craziest thing you've built? Oh, that I've built? Mm-hmm. Ah, right now I have a, I have a feeling that I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm far into the game story wise, I believe anyway. Um, I've been playing it pretty hardcore. I was up till about five thirty this morning, uh, playing it. I looked at the clock and was like, what? Um, but I, I took a pipe and I have fitted it with both, uh, electricity and fire. And the ability to smoke it. No. Cause that would be awesome. No. <laughs> No, I haven't found that yet, but I'm sure I'm sure that I could fashion (laughs) something. Um, So I guess that would be my uh, craziest thing that I've made so far. I haven't really gotten into the like the crafting as much as I've been more concerned about the repairing because the city remembers where you've been. So if you've already picked a place clean, like you found a convenience store that was, you know, rotted out and you went in there and you found the duct tape and you found the gauze and you found all that stuff. That is then gone. It doesn't respawn. It doesn't respawn. Right. You can't even well, if you. That's good. I mean, that's that's. Well, more I I love it. I think that's one of the best aspects of the game. Like I I didn't think much about it either. I wasn't even going to pick it up. Yeah. And then you know Rob got the ball rolling with his enthusiasm, and then he said, "Well, Bobby's going to get it," and I'm like, "Well, all right, I'll give it a shot." And I downloaded. It. I've been having so much fun with it. Yeah. But that's I like that because it might be frustrating because you you know you like to be able to farm, mm-hmm. but at the same time in zombie apocalypse. No one is coming around and resupplying the convenience store with duct tape and first aid kits. Well, right? every stuff does respawn. Uh, every couple of days. Does it? Correct. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because I've been in the same buildings and opened up the same medicine cabinets. Oh, okay. And there will be items there. Um, but it's not for it's not for like several sleep cycles though. I don't know if they have it like one hundred percent mapped out. It's definitely not like you could. You can't just open up the cabinet, go to sleep in the bed, and right. then wake up and then open up the cabinet. Mm-hmm. So it's it's some schedule they have yep. it on, but it's not you so know there one are, day. There are delivery drivers going around this town delivering duct tape and first aid. Kits. Well, no, there are, there are air airdrops that yeah. are still uh, coming to the city. Um, yeah, there are airdrops. There are quartermasters that if you go and see them at the start of your day, they'll actually have supplies that they'll give you for free. Mm-hmm. Well, so you can, I will put a lid on my cynicism for now. Then there are, uh, there are there really? like <laughs> little trade posts where you know, like you'll find cigarettes and. Uh, what else jewelry bags and just weird things yeah. that you know you will have no use for so those are 100 coffee. percent lots of coffee, lots of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so those are 100 percent sellable items at uh at the stores so you save up money and then you buy stronger weapons or mm-hmm. you know stuff for your med kits yeah. um they'll have almost like flash sales uh, yeah, they they'll do. be like okay i want to buy this item i'll pay you know a stupid amount for this item right and i'm also selling this for extremely cheap and sometimes today. like they have like almost like borderlands ish or like fallout uh deals where it's like this thing will be available for the next eight minutes and if you miss it oh, you might not okay. be able to make this anymore but they do you find enough stuff like you find coffee like it's the last thing on on the planet well, well, I mean, same with be, cigarettes yeah, yeah. And, and to be fair if there was actually a zombie apocalypse tomorrow then come to me because I will buy all of your cigarettes, all of your coffee. <laughs> I will hoard that stuff. Zombie apocalypse will make you don't you need back cigarettes, cigarettes anymore. I, I, I quit smoking a few months ago. That does not mean if there is a zombie apocalypse, I wouldn't think, fuck it, I might as well just take up smoking again. <laughs> so one of the one of the major draws for me about Dying Light that I, I find that I'm really enjoying is the idea of it not being, like I mentioned before about not playing. Uh, I didn't even play. I bought Dead Rising 2 when it came out. I played it for maybe 10 minutes and just went, nah, 
Like I don't. I've, I did the same with three. I played the first one to death. I thought the first one was fantastic. I loved it. I hated having a timer in Dead Rising that killed that game for me. Like you have 14 minutes to to bring this person back. I don't want to do that. And then if you fail it out, like that's it. It's done. But anyway, so the idea of Dying Light is survival. It's all about survival. So when you're in the beginning and like you throughout the game, you raise your stats, you raise your survivability, you uh, raise your, your power and all of that. You're not, you don't run very fast. You become out of breath. You can't just rush into zombie hordes and expect to like hack and slash your way through them to get to where you need to go. Everything you come into contact with in that game, it could be the, the most pathetic looking zombie. It could have no arms. That thing is nasty. And there are different versions of them. There are ones that have just turned. So they're a little bit more agile. And when you try to attack them and you go in to go and hit them, they like duck and move out of the way and they back up and they have this whole other strategy to how they move. And then you have other things encroaching, like the slow ones are coming in. That one's moving all around. It's able to jump up onto roofs and chase you so you can't get away from it. I just can't do that. And but the whole point, the whole point of the game is to use your parkour and to get high up into the air that you can traverse the city and not have to deal with that and only only deal with it when it gets absolutely necessary or when you're doing some of the co-op things and the goal is to kill as many zombies as possible. Right. But like because the the combat is is very like freestyle or freehand, like there's no locking on to limbs, there's no locking onto the head. You have to manually aim everything and you have a stamina bar. So if you swing too many times, you run out of breath and they can knock you down and eat you and all this stuff that it puts this sense of urgency on the player to be like exceedingly careful at all times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like you were saying, you know, you power up throughout the way. Like if a zombie gets a hold of you, you have to mash the X button. Yeah to throw them off and it right. takes it takes a bit and they'll they'll grab like 30 40 points of health throughout that then if you upgrade a certain slot you can get them off faster okay. now right. i'm at the point where if a zombie grabs onto me if i just hit the l1 button it throw throws them, them right. the heck off of me they won't get a bite in how and it throws you, them it throws them like right into a crowd of people the other people will back up oh cool how do you button mash Everyone has different techniques. Can you button mash fast enough with your thumb? Or oh, do yeah. you move your hand? Because I move my hand under the controller and use my index finger and just like boop, 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 boop. I, no, um, I just use my thumb. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm I the, can't do it fast the, enough. When I was testing for Reclaim and making the Mary-Kate Nashley game, I am the king, <laughs> the king of, of the single <laughs> button masher, Cupcake Chaos, right here. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, no, luckily it's the same prompt every time. They didn't do that thing where like it knocks you down. And, oh, well, now you have to press Y to get off, or now you have to do circle yeah. to get off. It's always X. Um, and like, like Shadow of Mordor, where that last uh, that last ditch attempt. Oh, God. You know? The and first like, one's okay. Second in, time, like, ah. so hard. Uh, it's horrible. All of a sudden, I forget where square is. I'm, How did that happen? I always go to circle when it's supposed to be square. <laughs> um, so... No, and then you have they they also have this mechanic where like there's cycles throughout the day. Like in the beginning, it's just daytime. They let you get used to the mechanics and stuff. Um, for people wondering about the parkour and how it plays, um, some of you will love this statement. Others will not. It is very much like Mirror's Edge, uh, which I absolutely positively loved and played the hell out of. So this was like super exciting to be back in those types of mechanics of using the R1 to jump and having to actually line your sight up with what you want to you know, grab onto in order to pull up and stuff like that. 
But um, so as you're going through the game, so it's not as fluid as oh, it's super, it's, 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 it is super it is. fluid, yeah. Because that's what I mean, you know. Again, being an Assassin's Creed fan, like that got more and more fluid. And Prince of Persia, same thing. It was always very fluid, and they got better at doing that. But it also you lost a little bit of the control. That you know, the more fluid they get, and the less precise you need to be for that wall jump or that climb i, th- I think that. it's a, a mix of both because there are some jumps where you do have to be precise yes right um but as you you know get skill points throughout the game you could throw it into your agility and okay. you know you start to be it gives be- you a bigger window for yeah. error correct yeah. exactly like you could take more fall damage or the next step after that, that. you could um, yeah you could fall from a greater height and mm-hmm. then hit the O button and roll as you yeah. land. Okay. So, you know, I've been going through this, this thing from playing so much Far Cry 4 where you could like just slide down the mountainside. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to slide down into that. Nope. No. Just right down fall. Right. Um, but like I was saying, they have cycles that you go from day to night. So whenever dawn comes, they send you like a radio transmission and it's like, hey, you might want to get into a safe house because night's coming and there's a whole different set of um, zombies that come out at night. Okay. And they hunt you down, they chase you down, and uh, your dog is <laughs> eating a bone beneath my feet. <laughs> he is. So um, your your experience points for, for being around at night are then doubled. Oh, okay. So there's more risk but more reward. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I mean, it's surviving at night is a is a hell of a lot harder than surviving it during the day because your your flashlight even though it gives you a little bit of light ahead of you oh, like, i am so not playing this yeah, game okay in front of you let me just gone. tell you he is 100 percent true when it is nighttime if you don't have your flashlight on right you don't see a thing there could be a zombie like five feet in front of you oh, see, I feel you won't see of, it like, so you'll hear like it. you'll hear scratching and stuff <laughs> and you'll turn your light on and there'll just be a dude like running right at you i am so chicken shit when it comes to that i can't do it listen i've i've only jumped and it happened last night i've only jumped once this entire game you can totally no, play it's the it. tension i can't take that oh, tension so i hate the noise like that's why i could never play silent hill is i'd hear like the footsteps and the weird yeah. noises and i'd be like crying anybody thinking of uh anybody thinking of of playing dying light i highly highly recommend that you play it with a good pair of headphones because let me tell you um i don't want to i don't want to not mention this the sound design in this game is spectacular that first time where it was night and i was being chased by like the that main zombie that that comes after you i never saw him aside from the cutscene because i ran and I didn't know that if you held down the triangle, you could actually look behind you. But that actually stops you from running. See, the, the, the thing is, though, like later on, you'll get abilities where you could turn around and use your UV flashlight to keep okay. them away or okay. use your throwing knives and stuff. Okay. Um, so that that comes into play there. I got glow sticks. Have you got glow sticks yet? Not glow sticks. I got flares. Okay. Um, so like the thing chasing you and then there's the shamblers behind him. You hear the entire right. crowd. It's really well done. Yeah, like I'm sitting in the dark on my couch. Like I pulled my couch all the way up into the middle of my living room. It looks like shit, but I can play video games much better now. Um, like it felt like I had like eight to twelve zombies right behind my couch, just like yeah, see, I can't you know. Do that. Oh, so good. Justin, see, what- you haven't said anything about this. I is have this, it. Is this your? But is it your kind of game? Yeah, that's like, why I bought it. You want to play it? Oh yeah. I don't think you like scary games either. This isn't. This doesn't sound scary. It, it sounds is. like any zombie what? game. 
Have you been listening for the last 20 minutes? Yeah, I, I've heard everything that was said. It doesn't sound, it sounds like any other zombie game out there. <laughs> sounds horrible. As far as like, you know, scares and stuff. Yeah. I can't you think of the person it. that had your son play, what was it, PT? <laughs> you have no, you have no, no he, say he, in this he, any longer. He did any, not look. <laughs> you have no say. I can't, it's too scary. I'll let you three play it. Uh, the thing is also with the night cycle, like if you evade these people uh, at night, your XP points get doubled. So if you survive for a long time at night nice. and you make it to a safe house, you'll get bigger bonuses and yeah. get more skill points. Um, how about longevity? Like you see yourself playing this for how long? There, Okay, so there's so much stuff to do. Uh, you have all your safe houses. Mm-hmm. Um, there are quarantine zones. Like, So I started playing the game going around scavenging, finding a whole bunch of stuff. There's a mission. I have to go turn on these little radio things. Uh, then all of a sudden, I just hear like a creepy loudspeaker, uh, a dude talking, like announcing sales on chicken and stuff. And I'm like, where the <laughs> hell is that coming from? And like Steve said, the sound design is so perfect. So I could tell, okay, this, this is coming this way. Yeah. So I run off and I just find this abandoned supermarket. It's quarantined. Uh, it has all police tape and stuff all over it. So the they have all these hidden quarantine zones around the maps and they're hard little areas that you go into. You have to find these five supply drops that, that were left in there, but you know, cause no one wants to go and get them cause the place is overrun and you know, there's little puzzles to solve. The floor might be electrified. How do you turn the, that off? Uh, then you have zombies coming at you, but you could light one of them on fire and they'll take the rest out, and then you run mm-hmm. around and find all these hidden packages, and you know it gives you a score at the end. And uh, yeah, it's it's just so much fun little things that you could do. I love kicking the zombies off of the roof whenever they're coming after you. Either that, or there's all these uh like um road spikes and and things said that people have set up around the city that you could just arbitrarily, if you're running, you could stop if there's one lone zombie right next to them, just run up to them and kick them into one of them <laughs> so they get stuck, rob them, and then keep going. Yeah. Uh, well, I could craft um, like flammable liquids and yeah, I have that too. Uh, stuff that conducts electricity very well now. So I have these jars that if zombies are walking up to me, I'll throw mm-hmm. a flammable jar at them, and then I take out my fire knife. You know, it has like a little flame coming off of it, and I'll just swipe at them. They'll all go on fire and How, just run away. <laughs> have you been able to electrocute the puddles of water yet? Oh yeah. How, did you have? To, what do you have to do? You have to crouch down to do it. Well, which the ones that have just any puddle of water? Or Maybe I'm thinking of the puddles of gasoline. The gasoline to do to light. The puddles of water usually have electricity flowing into them that you have to switch on from somewhere else. Ah. So because there's a there's a trophy for getting I think five. Oh, okay, yeah. Then you'll find posts that have switches on them. Okay. And then you just follow the wire. It'll go to a puddle of water. Oh, that's... Okay, so those are those things that I've been seeing. Correct, yeah. Sweet. So much fun. I Um, cannot... Like, it's not perfect. It doesn't look the best. You don't Uh, think so? Well, I think it looks pretty good. I've definitely found some glitches. I've I've fallen through the map a couple of times. Oh, I haven't seen... I haven't experienced Um, any of that. But... I'm having so much fun that that mm. I could kind of look past that. Yeah. You like, see, Rob makes me want to play it. Well, you're asking but, about longevity. I did yeah. a I did a side mission last night where it was it's called like all gassed up or something like that, where I had to I had three separate objectives for this one side quest. It took me about two hours 
to to do it. So that's two hours extra gameplay for one side mm-hmm. mission. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't like I was just doing some like ran something for some random person. Like the person had a had an arc and they had a personality. Right. And it was like some dude uh, calling himself Commander Jeff. And he had claimed this one house and he like he cut off all of the gas lines for his own like wall of fire that he wanted to make. And so, you know, I went around town trying to switch the valves and then he's he turned it on and blew himself up. And, (laughs) you know, he was the the commander of Jefferton. So there's some like really interesting side quests as well. I think so. I mean, do we know how long story wise? Like, you know, if you were just to play it through without uh, taking too much time with the side quests. Uh, Well, like I said, I've been I'm about halfway through the story, I would guess. Uh, and I've been hitting the game pretty hard for several hours. Um, I'd say anywhere from like maybe fifteen hours for well, for a story. Sound about right. Uh, I am. I can't say specifically. All I know is that I've played a good ten hours, and I'm only eight percent through the story. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. But like I said, I'm doing stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, any yeah, little. I'm going yeah. into every little house because they have. They have a lockpick mechanism. Uh, you right. can build lockpicks, and you find locked cars and mm-hmm. uh, little foot foot lockers and yeah. stuff. And there are hidden blueprints all around to craft stronger weapons. Look, hidden blueprints. And I love I love the lockpick mini game because mm-hmm. I'm oh I, I'm I, amazing at it. <laughs> I said it on, I said it on the stream. I said if they came out with a game that was just lockpicking, like that was the whole game, I would play it. Mm. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Are there any vehicles? It's Skyrim style lock picking, by the way. Oh, see that would just oh, I'd be so happy about that. It is. It is one hundred percent amazing. Skyrim, my lock picking perk. I think I like yeah. made it legendary. Like you, you three get or four you times. get lock picking <laughs> upgrades in this, and you can fashion your own in case you run out. Sweet. And they have like because the cities and ruins, you have all these like medical and police vehicles and stuff that you can lock pick those too. Right, but the uh, you can actually drive any of the vehicles in this or no, no, okay. not that I've seen yet, at least. Yeah. Yeah. No driving. There's a plus for you. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, there are guns. I've found shotgun ammo, but I've not found the shotgun yet. That's a... I have not come across a gun yet. I, I've I... seen plenty of people with guns, yeah. but you're in safe zones and you can't, you know, kick them well, what's and been... take their weapons. Super but... interesting is running into blueprints that are just in random ass buildings. Like there was nothing in your mission that was taking you to that building at all. Right. And right. you break into it and you loot it. And you just happen to have found, you know, a blueprint for X, whatever the hell it might be. Right, it rewards you for exploring yeah, outside if the storyline. If I right? didn't go into that house, if I didn't run through the window to get away from stuff and see mm-hmm. it on the desk and run and pick it up, I would have never found that. And I would never have gotten, you know, whatever the reward was for that character. I love the, like, random exploratory nature of that, that it, it, it encourages you to go around and look at stuff. Cool. Fantastic. Uh yeah, I can't wait to to play four player multiplayer. So I'm that'll, that'll be coming are, this weekend. But it has come to that time. We're going to start to wrap up. I know Justin has a little something to say. Oh yeah, um, we actually got an email in, uh, and it was really nice. You know, we, we do the show. We're sitting here, the four of us. You know, in Jackie's living room or whatever <laughs> this is, dining room. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it's just, it's nice when people let us know, like, hey, like, I appreciate what you're doing. And so Mark Salcido wrote us, and uh, he wrote us a very long email, uh, which we're not going to read the whole thing. Um, but, but we did all read. Oh, we, oh, we, yeah, we, we all read it. Um, I had everybody read it immediately after I found it. I'm just going to read the opening paragraph. Uh, my name is Mark. This is my first time writing into you guys. Let me start by saying I was out of the gaming scene for a while, but I came back last year. 
I really enjoyed having podcasts like Talking Games to bring me up to speed. So thanks for being rad. Rad. It's oh, happening. It's safe. It's happening. It's happening. So uh, Mark, uh, he gave us his Twitter, his Twitter handle, which is at um, at abandon. It's not abandon. It's a b a d d o n ten fifty nine. That's Abaddon? also yeah yeah okay. That's also uh, his uh, um, PSN name and uh, for his Twitch channel as well. But Mark, I mean seriously, thanks so awesome. much from uh, from all of us for yes, for taking the time really to write that. It. Um, yeah. Also, want to. Uh, give a shout out to the people that tweeted at us uh the last two days asking us what was going on with the show uh it was for me anyway it was really quite flattering and uh i think we all appreciate it a lot that you guys were you know reaching out and wondering when the next show was going to come out it's really cool that there was you know a demand from it on more than one front from listeners and from people and that it you know it's a part of your week and it means something to you guys for us to put this out on time um so part of my week yeah, well, yeah. This oh, Wednesday, definitely. I was like, yeah. oh, what's going on? What? Why am I just sitting on the couch? You know, we apologize <laughs> for the delay, but we absolutely love uh, the attention that you guys gave us for it. Um, so thank you very much for that. Yes, and if you do want to get in touch with us, uh, you could email us at talkinggamespc at gmail.com. Uh, our Twitter is talking underscore games. And our personal Twitters, Steve? Mine is at dead underscore anchorus. Justin? At Joe Roke, J-O-R-O-A-K. Jackie. At Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. And I am at Dusk1020. You could also go to TalkingComicBooks.com and check out all our of our uh, other fine podcasts there. Mm-hmm. You have the Talking Comics, Misfits, you know the drill. Right. Can I do a personal shout out for myself? Go ahead. Um, so we had some interesting hosting uh, situations on our Twitch channel over the weekend when trying to stream some Dying Light. Um, and although the Talking Games stream is still, and the name on Twitch is still there, uh, I have also created a personal account if you guys want to add that to your Twitch channels whenever I'm just messing around. It's going to be a very casual thing, nothing super official, um, but the Twitch account name is Sleep Gets Your Ghost, uh, and that is actually from a Buchan Gase song that I love. <laughs> Um, so yeah, if you want to add me, that would be cool. I, I think it. we also should mention our little endeavor. Well, yeah, I actually yeah. created a Twitch page as well. It's at your Roke, J-O-R-O-A-K. And we are going to, the awesome. uh, Jackie and Justin do Halo. <laughs> cool. We're starting that probably uh-huh. within the next like week or two. Yes. Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you very much, guys. Have a great week. Bye.